Yo, yo, this your boy Ron, and welcome to the Slinging Stone Podcast. I gather some of my best buds to sit down and have some great conversation. Nothing's going to be off limits, so stay tuned and like and subscribe. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Yo, yo, what's up? What's good? Long time, but I feel like this is a long time overdue, bro. It, has, it does feel like it's been a long yes. time, right? You know, this is when you know the enemy's working, when we cannot meet up. When it gets this hard to meet up. I know, four guys that actually love to meet up, and yeah, it's that true. hard to meet up. That's true. That's crazy. Welcome to Slinging Stone Podcast. How are everybody doing today? I'm good, man. What about you, Jimmy? I'm good. Doing all right. Um, just built up anticipation to get in this room with you guys and just uh, tackle some topics here. And um, just continue to do what we do. What's everybody been doing? Man, so much has happened, bro. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to start off with my story. Uh-oh. You going I'm in? not waiting. I'm <laughs> going going which, in. which one? Fun spot? I'm going to do the fun spot. Oh, fun, fun spot. Yeah. I have Jimmy and I went to fun spot. We had a birthday party to go to. And um, whenever you go out somewhere with Jimmy, something's bound to happen. <laughs> He's bringing it somehow. <laughs> something's going to happen. I don't know how this happens, bro. And it was amazing to watch. <laughs> So we get to, uh, we're hungry. Yeah. We decided, yo, let's go get a bite while the kids are enjoying themselves. So we go to a spot. Look good, too, man. Like little, you know, um, the, the trucks, right? It's like little, little truck yeah. spots. You know how fun spot is. It's like fair food and you know, oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So we stopped there and we get. You stopped at the health food truck, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's healthy. But so we're ordering the food, man. And I order. What did I order? A burger? And I saw some... Fr- oh, yeah, of all things, a burger, yeah, right? And I saw some fries there, like, on the... on the, not, not a picture, but it said fries, but yeah. there's so many different fries, man. You got curly fries. You got the waffle fries. Yeah, you got, it. you know, seasoned <laughs> fries. I'm like, dude, I don't know what... I want for I'm not picky, but I'm, I'm in the mood for, like, some good yeah. like McDonald's-type fries. And know? I've yeah. never heard someone ask this question before. I started questioning. Am I supposed to be asking this question when I go out to eat? Uh, oh, go. wait. I got to hear this time. So I said, um, what do your fries look like? <laughs> no, I, I would have been so <laughs> mad. I heard him say that. I'm like, what do your fries look like? Yeah, I never like, asked that before. Fries you got? What, 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 what type of fries you got? But what do your fries look like? So well, I, actually, are you asking like the cut? No, the no, cut no, no. Actually, let me take that back. I think I said... What kind of fries you have? Like, you know, and okay. he goes, I don't know, fries or something like that. <laughs> so then I did ask him, like, well, what, like, meaning like, what like, your fries look like? like, are they waffle fries? Are they seasoned fries? Yeah, like, I, can, I you get know, that. I get that. Steak yeah. fries. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what type of fries. Okay. So he goes, he turns around yes. and he looks at the cook and he goes, bring a fry. <laughs> Got him. So it's only him at the register and one cook in the back. And he's like, Bring me a fry. So then the guy looks and goes, like, bring your fries? He goes, no, one fry. He's like, bring, bring me one fry. So you want me to bring you just one fry? Like, and the guy yeah. goes, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, whatever. He could have showed me from there. I just want to, you know, yeah. I know what a fry looks like. Yeah, yeah. So he walks over. The cook, big dude too, man. Yeah. He walks over yeah. and he takes the, fr- he has a fry in his hand. with. He has those uh, one fry. clear gloves that, yeah. the, you know. He has one fry in his hand, and he puts it right up to my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) With a serious face, as if I'm supposed to eat that. And I'm watching the whole thing, and I'm like, eat it. (laughs) So I'm looking at the fry. He's just trying to avoid a fight at that point. He's like, just eat it. My pastor's right next to me. I want to. His wife is there. I want to hit this dude in his throat. (laughs) You put this fry right in my mouth, bro. 
Well, technically, you asked for it. No, I asked to see the fry. I didn't say feed me a fry. And I, I was maybe pretty he clear. thought you were nearsighted or farsighted. I don't know. And his wife's like, eat it, eat it, babe. Eat so it. then my wife is there next to me. She's going, eat it, babe, eat it. And I'm looking at her. I'm on the side like, you like, eat it, eat it. Like, and you're sitting there going like, wait a minute. Dude, this I, guy's challenging I me I caught right myself now. getting cheered on to eat this fry from this and I'm like, bro, it's man. a free fry. Eat the fry. Yeah, you might as well eat it, dog. No, I'm not eating another man's fry. That's that's a that's a guy code. I'm, I'm, it needs to be one. No, it's not. I bro. don't know. So, anyways, this guy leans over and I look and I go, oh, okay, I just needed to see it. And he still stands there with the fry near my mouth. Oh, that was personally well, against you. you. <laughs> yeah. And he's staring at like he's like eye contact, bro. And yeah. I'm like, dude, I just wanted to see the fry, bro. I don't want, I'm not eating the fry. And he goes back. So I told but, Jimmy it was okay because he had a glove on. Yeah. That, oh, you could eat it off his hand if he had a glove on. So you would have so, made. So, so, let me, so let me ask though. Yeah, I'd have been like, did that? Were you really upset by that at this point? Were you really upset by? I that? wasn't really upset. I was. I was more shocked. Like I never had another man try to feed me a fry. Challenge me a fry, right yeah, bro. And I was hungry too. So it, you know, I still wasn't gonna eat no, you know, another man uh, a fry off another man's hand. That wasn't gonna happen, bro. I bet you want to ask that question again. Uh, yeah. What kind of fries you had? Can I, nah, can I, I see your fries? You know what would have really <laughs> shaken him? You know what would have really shaken him up is if you just would have been like, Arr. just <laughs> take a it. bite, just, just take a bite, spit on the table. Nope, yeah. <laughs> nope, that's not what I was looking not for. The one. Thanks. Don't want it. That one was cold. Give me another one. <laughs> yep, that's not it. <laughs> he would have had to walk around the whole table. <laughs> grab another fry <laughs> that is funny Nah, but it was it was definitely weird it was i was and then I, after that we had to wait like it felt like an hour bro just i mean we we're the only ones there so well, it was a good day but that's one of the days we were supposed to meet up too for the um for, mm. for this podcast and we just yeah maybe the fry did it <laughs> <laughs> well fry. let me let me tell you what i've been yes doing. i gotta hear i gotta hear okay so my my wife and I have decided to sign the family up for jujitsu. <laughs> so you're gonna be a ninja. Uh-uh. 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 You said as long as you know karate. I remember that episode. Okay, I'll take it. You're I'll a, ninja. a ninja. I'll be a ninja. Okay, so you're a ninja. Go yeah, ahead. That's fine. Um, so we decided to sign up the family for jujitsu. And me going in after actually being in the military, thinking like, all right, well I can do this. I used to do combatives in the military, you know, 15 years ago. You know, thinking that I'm completely fine, right? I go into this jujitsu class, and you—it's—it's. It's, let me give him a shout out real quick. Armada uh, Jujitsu over in Winter Park, like they're awesome, super family friendly oriented. Anyway, show up, and I can honestly say that uh, you do not realize how in bad a shape you are until you do these jujitsu classes mm -hmm. man i was dying feeling like i was gonna pass out in the warm-up in the warm-up <laughs> that's it you know so anyway having these like 20 year olds toss you around like you're you know a rag doll is pretty humbling experience but uh <laughs> it was definitely it was definitely nice and definitely worthwhile it was pretty awesome yeah, so you got beat up yet yeah. Did you at least get one down? Like one 20-year-old down on the mat? Uh, I want to say yeah, but it could have been because he let me. I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like maybe he was just trying to let me feel good about myself. You so know? we got to record that. You got to bring a video of... We got to go. Yeah, yeah, we got to go. I'm yeah, down. Yeah. Do a yeah. podcast live. I think that right should. <laughs> they do offer free classes. Christian right now week. is on the floor. <laughs> for one week. Free for, classes? Free for one week. That's nah, all going. That's all. Nah, I'll go, but... 
I just can't be doing all that. I get serious. Man, stop hitting me, man. Like, I get the ghetto mad. ghetto come out, huh? Yeah, the hood come out. Like, bro, you better stop kicking me like that. Spit yeah, but the second that you raise your hand to go punch him, some little 12-year-old kid's choking you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm put the paws on him. Hit him with a garbage can. Yeah, see, see where, where, where the era I'm from, that you don't get embarrassed. Like I'm not gonna get. I'm. I wait for you in the parking lot. After it's over, sir. It was just a jujitsu class. <laughs> and they go to shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Bing bomb boom. <laughs> you learned your lesson now. Yep. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Me in front of my family. You little punk. Like you can't get beat up in front of your wife now. That. That right, right So it, it's funny because the fact that um, my my stepson and myself we go to the classes in the afternoon, like at you know night or whatever. But because of the fact that uh, my wife works overnight, she goes during the day, right? So the instructor comes up to me and he's like, hey, I got a quick question. And I was like, yeah. And he was talking about this woman and he described my wife. He was like, is that your wife? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, she's been tossing people around in the afternoon class like all all afternoon. What's going on with that? And I was like, I don't know. You would have you should say, yeah, that's what I taught her. <laughs> no. She learns from the best. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the morning class. <laughs> yeah, that's but, where they actually teach the combatives. Oh. No, I ain't going there. <laughs> so who, who else got something good? You guys, how about you, Ron? Um, about to start a new job. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's good. That's what's up, man. Thirteen years, starting to transition to something else. So, so thirteen years. Yeah, 13 wow, years, man. wow. Thirteen years. Of does it feel kids. like thirteen years? Yeah, my body does. So yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> so time <it's> up. <laughs> I'm tired of yelling at kids, man. It's, it's time to transition to do something different. So, hmm. Yeah, 13 years in the game, I'm trying to transition to do something different. It's uncomfortable, scary, everything you can possibly imagine. I'm feeling it right now. But it's when you wake up and you're not happy about what you do, it's time for you to go. Hmm. That's it's time true. for me to transition. You're frustrated. Oh, absolutely. And it's not its not even the job. I think it's more mental because when your spirit is letting you know that it's time to go, but you still, but the flesh is mm-hmm. still comfortable where it's at, it puts you in a, a bad mental state because you're fighting with yourself and something's telling you it's time to move forward. So I'm at that place was like, I, I got to I gotta go because I'm going to end up driving myself more crazy and I'm not being challenged. If I'm not being challenged, I'm, I'm not where I should be. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and that's crazy because you know how many people stick to doing the same thing over and over with all that frustration and and and, and I know when I'm frustrated or I feel like that in a certain place, mm-hmm. you're not gonna get the best of me. You're not. So it, it works both ways. You, you know everything that happens at the job frustrates you, but then also you're not being the best. You're not producing the way you're supposed to. So nobody wins in those situations. No, but but kudos to you, man. You, you're jumping out, doing something you probably never even thought of. That's good. And uh, just stepping out. You never know what happens. Yeah. So. I'm trusting God on this one. Amen. Absolutely. Hey, listen here. You better you better figure out something. <laughs> so you got tired of yelling at the kids, huh? I'm tired, man. I'm tired. And if this don't work, I ain't going back to work for nobody else. This is the last straw. So yeah. if this don't work out for me. Uh, Hopefully you get $100,000. That's all I need. <laughs> You give me a hundred thousand, I'm good. Yeah, I think last episode we were down to five thousand. Then you said you'd leave for five thousand. I don't 5, know. 000, right? He'd walk out for twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> That's when you know your twenty job bucks in a Dorito bag. You're <laughs> <laughs> good to go. <laughs> Maybe a coffee. That's right. That's all I need now. I'm. I'm I think I'm Spanish now. As, as much coffee as I drink now. Rose. Yeah. That's the Spanish thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't know. 
No, let, no. Let me ask you this. Um, working with kids, you know, for that long of a time, do you see a difference? I work with kids too. Do you see a difference from kids 13 years ago to the way kids are now? Absolutely. Nowadays, the kids are soft. I don't think you have to work with kids to see that. I see it yeah. now. Yeah. I don't work with kids. I see it at Walmart. No, man, these kids are soft. So, wait, man. soft? Yes. But they yeah. think they're super hard. Very yeah. sensitive. Yeah. Very sensitive. sensitive. The stuff I think we grew up on that they call bullying, that was a, a everyday norm. Yeah. Like somebody walk up and hey, Ron, you got a big head. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. You say that to a kid now, he's bullying me. I'm like, well, even the siblings in themselves, like me, my brother, and my sisters used to go at it. We never went to my mom. Hey, mom, look what. No, man, we handled it right there. Like, whatever it was. Now, my kids are ratting each other out every five minutes. Every five bro. minutes. Like, yeah. You know what he did? And it wasn't nothing serious neither. Like, yeah. called me ugly. <laughs> well, I think, too, you know, based off of what you said, um, you know, it's hard because the fact that, and I think we've talked about this before, but um, there's this this uh, overcompensation to try to not treat your kids maybe the way that you were treated. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like backfiring. Mm-hmm. Almost, Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, because you I sit there and you know you you're like, oh, my parents were so strict or whatever. So I don't want to be as strict. I want to give my kids a little bit more freedom. But that little bit more freedom is causing the kids to be soft, mm-hmm. yet thinking that they're so hard. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Like I, I think I, I think I ended up saying this before. I had some kid in my neighborhood the other day come out, and he was I don't know he was staring me up and down, and he was like, "You want fade?" And I was like, "Dude, I don't even know what that means. What are you talking about, man?" <laughs> Fade's a haircut for you me. Want a haircut? Yeah, that's what yeah. I had. Yeah, whatever. But but we do that as people. We swing one way to the other. Like we extremists. We extreme. Like you know, I was raised this way, and I don't want to be my kids to be that way. So we go the total opposite. Yeah. So what we see here is that. When you have those two extremes, people don't – how can I say this? Because I want to bring this in. Um, kids are having a hard time figuring out who they are. Mm. Mm. Or, or we have a lot of identity issues yeah. in any crisis. Because we're trying to teach a next generation, and sometimes we don't even know mm-hmm. who we truly are. That's true. So we swing it any which way. I know my mom did, or mom and dad raised me this way, and I didn't like that. So we go completely polar opposite, and then we put that on our kids, and then the world's trying to tell them, no, this is how it's supposed to be. So there's so much confusion yeah. on who you're supposed to be by the time you you hit puberty, you know? Yeah, like, and the and uh, uh, the influencers that are out there are so much more than what they used to be growing up. You know, when we were growing up, there was a TV. You know, you might have some music or radio whatever now all your influencers are at your kids fingertips mm-hmm. so or outside somebody yeah right. somebody else is telling them aside from you know the parents somebody else is telling them who to be yeah um what their identity should look like so on mm. and so forth and you know how important that is now that they actually it's an occupation yeah uh, influencer yeah. is an occupation now that's it scary. Is. so yeah. this is what they're trying to do they're trying to influence people on how to influence how others. they should identify themselves as so it, it's it's so let's bring that in. Um, yeah. Let's talk about uh, identity versus uh, your true identity. Hmm. Um, let's let's. I think that's two different. That's day and night right there. Yeah. Um, you know, I think. You know, identity. When I think of identity versus true identity, I think identity. For the most part, um, you growing up and someone gives you that identity. Versus your true identity, in, in, which is in Christ, you know. Um, so your identity is, for me, it's whatever 
you know, made me put me in that safe zone growing up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hanging out with others, you know, becoming something I truly wasn't um, and going with that, you know, uh, with that and, and and believing that this is who I am right now. And then you kind of go with that, with that image. And at one point, when you take that that long, when you when you take up that identity somebody gave you and you roll with that so long, mm-hmm. you almost adopt that to the point where you don't even know who who else you um you are that's true that's true and too i'm I'm seeing it a lot today you know kids not just kids you know some young adults they base their identity on how they feel as opposed to who they are you know what i mean like they're they're feeling a certain way someday they're feeling certain emotions one day so they're basing their identity just strictly off of that when those emotions and those thoughts and those opinions, man, they they wave, they fluctuate. They're going to change throughout your life. Nobody thinks the exact same way that they did when they were five, when they're 45. Like, it doesn't work that no. way. You no. know what I mean? You're going to go through different life situations. So, so many kids right uh, out there right now and young adults are basing their identity off, like, this is how I feel today. So, this is what I'm going to identify as or represent or or whatever the case is as opposed to knowing what their true identity is you know or how easy it is to be convinced to be you know that's amazing and and to know that somebody out there could have that much influence in you to where they can convince you this is who you're going to be yeah. Like that's scary. that's scary, man. Like mm-hmm. and that's I think I can speak for every single one in this table. At one point we were we thought we were something we, you know, until you find out your true purpose. Mm-hmm. We thought we were somebody because at that moment that's what whatever we surrounded ourselves with, that's what they wanted to see. So that's what we gave. Yeah. Almost like a show, you so, know. So you're saying your environment kind of gave you a your Yeah. Identity. I think Absolutely. I I think you you I was a I was definitely a product of my environment. Whether on mm-hmm. purpose or just in situational. I would definitely say unknowingly, but I say that I say that because you know, um to get to your true identity, you have to get into the word. You have to Absolutely. get into you have to you have to have that understanding. And for those who don't have that understanding, then you're gonna go with the identity of somebody. Listen, somebody, if you're not in Christ, you're you're living off somebody's identity that get, they gave you. This yes. is what I've learned. Yep. You you are definitely living off some an identity somebody gave you. Yep. Absolutely. You could deny it. You can get you know, I would have denied it if someone would have told me that, but mm-hmm. I would have been like, no, this is who I am. But that's how far off we we become and this you know detached from the reality of it is um of of taking up that identity somebody gave you and you just i'm I'm a die for this identity and you see it all the time gangbangers uh you know anyone in the streets the club and you know i you know how many times i went clubbing growing up that's not who i even while i was doing it i knew what that's not who i was hmm. but i did it because it was it was something that I knew I was comfortable in at that time. Yeah, yeah. So you just go with it. Yeah. <clears throat> Think about it, though. Like, and I know that we've talked about this before, but identity is so important that it's the first thing that the enemy tried to remove from Jesus when he went to go to get tempted. Mm. Absolutely. If you he think tested about him it. right. So, his identity. Yeah, yeah. So Matthew 4, 
uh, one through, we'll just go three. Uh, it says, then Jesus, this is NIV, um, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The temper came to him, uh, the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, there it is. If you tell these uh, stones to become bread. So prior to saying, tell these stones to become bread, he made him question whether you are truly the son of God. So that's how important identity is. The enemy knows that all he's got to do is throw you off your identity and you go in a completely yep. different direction. Oh. You know what I mean? So. so what I'm hearing here is if you don't know... Basically, if you don't get your identity from God, you're just basically living out your life according to what someone else has told you or what you've picked up because of your environment. Yeah. So yeah. there really really is just one identity for you to take on that that is going to allow you to maximize your potential here in life. Yeah. Because, and, and, and you absolutely, I'm 100% what you guys are saying here, that we get our identity from Christ. We get our identity from God. Yeah. Um, we all were created in his image. That's what the Bible says in Genesis. We're created in his image and Correct. his likeness. So that was the original intent for us to be like. Yeah. So if we don't go back to that or just learn from God, we're not even going to know who we truly are. Yeah. So we have to get back to those bases. Um, and this is why I think majority of the issues we have in life is identity issues. Absolutely. They stem from an identity issue. Oh, it starts from. It starts. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So and, you, you look at. It, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you good. So here's here's a good here's a good thing, right? A good point. I, I I think of. So, okay. So growing up, I have this this identity that was given to me, and and that's you know hanging out, being in gangs, and and, mm -hmm. and doing all this stuff, right? At one point, now mind you, I have not find. I have not. I'm not in my walk yet, right? Yeah. So at one point, I'm no longer. I grow from age. I'm like, okay, this is not what I want to do anymore. I'm not that um, that gangbanger. I'm not this, you know. Like while you were still in it, right? Yeah. And mind you, I have to emphasize this. I'm still not on my walk, right? Right. But I already identified that that's not who I was. Huh. So now, now I'm going through a phase where another part of identity was given to me, even though I just dropped one. Somebody dropped another identity. Um, now I'm. I'm not in gangs, but I'm selling. Oh. I'm hustling in the streets. <clears throat> I found out that this is a quick way to make money. Yep. This is what I'm doing. This is my new identity now. So money could have been a part of the identity. Correct. Obviously. Yeah. So this is the yeah. new identity that was given to me. My point to what I'm trying to say is, look how many times in your lifetime you, you will, whether you're going to follow Christ or not, you're just going to keep switching identities because you're not yet in your true identity. Mm. You have not yet reached that true identity. That that where you feel like no, this is it. This is who I truly am. Yeah. Because listen, I don't think identity was made to be switching back and forth. Identity no. is your identity. Yeah. Right. Agreed. It's not. It's not like you're putting on a shirt. So when I'm when you're going through that, it's almost like you're finding yourself. But as long as you keep yourself in that environment, and you're not going outside the box and saying, okay, there's got to be more than this. Your identity is going to switch, but it's going to switch to whatever you're still, you're still in that environment. Yeah. I went from gang banging to up the block, they, they're selling this. Oh, I can make money. Oh, yeah. This is what I want to do now because I wasn't making money doing it this way. So you're just picking up these identities. 
but you're still not comfortable. You still know that that's not, but you're going to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the fact that, so we all know Christ is the only solid period, the only yes. solid foundation. So that's the only thing that you can base your foundation on. Everything else changes. Everything else changes. I can sit there and say, based off of my dad, based off of my family, based off of my values, based off of my principles, those can all change. Christ is the only thing that is foundationally standstill, pillar, rock. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's, it's gosh, just getting people to understand that it's so much easier to, because you're not having to, you're not having to change or guess or... Or you know, kind of go with the times or anything of that. You're you're set in stone. Your foundation is set. You know who your true identity is. You know. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, we got to get back to those things, or at least teach people this is where your identity is at. Um, and we've used this before. Like we have equipment here. You know, if any of this equipment fails us, who will we go to to find out how to fix this equipment? The maker. You go back to the maker. Um, if you don't know it, like for prime example, our cell phones and our cars, mm-hmm. they all come with a handbook. Mm-hmm. You know, for how many actually read the handbook? You know, but if if you can't fix it on your own, the best thing for you to do is to go back to the manufacturer. So it's the same thing with us. We were created in His image and His likeness. The Bible says that He knew us before the foundations of the earth. Come on, yeah. He already placed a purpose inside of you. So if you don't know what your purpose is, or you don't know how to what to identify with, then you have to go back to the maker. Mm. We had to realize, hey, something, I'll, I'll use me, myself for example. Um, I was one that grew up not knowing what I wanted to do. You know, mm. some people, I don't know about you guys, somebody, oh, I want to be a firefighter. I wanted that somebody, had maybe a direction. Some people do. They grew up with that because that's already built inside of them. Yeah. I had no idea. So I'm basically taking up different identities you know, somebody said, you got to go to school. And I was like, all right, I got to go to school. Even though I didn't like school at the time. I love education, but I didn't like the school, right. <laughs> you know, going to school. Yeah. So I was just, all right, went to school, failed at that because I was, my heart wasn't in that. Yeah. Um, so you pick up all these different identities or try to figure out life according to somebody else's vision. Yeah. So it wasn't until I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It wasn't until then that I knew I had to do something with ministry. They didn't know what it looked like. They didn't know that I'd be passing a church later on right. in the future. I just knew something had to be done within the church. Yeah. And I didn't, like I said, didn't have what it was, but I just felt it inside. Yeah. A purpose was birthed at that moment. Yeah. So sometimes you won't, even if you're successful in the identity that you have picked up, you still feel like there's some, there's more to it. Yeah. So if anybody's listening to this, you know that that feels that way. Like, um, I, hey, I got the jobs, I got, I got the cars, I got everything. And outside, I look so successful, but I feel like something's still missing inside. It's an identity issue that only Christ can fill. Yeah, amen, amen. Yeah. That's really good. Let's, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Um, let's look at it from this way, too. Just what you mentioned, all these other people that have cars, have homes, have, you know, have all these blessings that aren't under don't get me wrong. The enemy can have his way with you too and That's give right. you all the riches that mm-hmm. you want. Okay. Cause we got to look at it this way. If you're not in your calling or not in your walk with the Lord, everything else is that perversion. Correct. You Correct. know what I mean? Correct. So the enemy can bless you in ways too, yeah. without you realizing that, 
because people walking around with all this money and all these homes, you always hear them say like, oh, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm good. Mm -hmm. um, but in reality, the enemy can hand you that stuff to throw you off track too. Amen. You know, yeah. so I know a bunch of people who, not a bunch of people, but I know people who, you know that their calling is supposed to be evangelist, but they're doing the exact opposite and using all their social clout and everything for something completely different other than, you know, Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So And that portion of scripture that you were, you were reading, it further goes down and the enemy, the Satan, tempted Jesus with giving him territory, giving right. him the kingdoms of the world, you know, yeah. give him all those things. So that's absolutely 100% one of the things he uses. And even within the church, even within the body, listen, the enemy will allow you to do, to continue to do a good thing. A good thing. If yeah. it's, even if it's, if it's not the God thing, he doesn't care. Yep. So sometimes we confuse ourselves by doing a good thing, but is that what God wants you to do? Mm -hmm. So we get caught up in that and he will allow you. Yep. The enemy will present something for you to do something good Yep. in your eyes. Yep. But if it's disobedient to what God wants you to do, then you're not really doing the good thing. That's true. So That's very true. I ended up hearing one time, too. Well, if you think about it, too, because you're not in the enemy's radar at that point because he's like, mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. successful doing that good thing over here. You yeah. know what I mean? So you're not even – you're not bumping against me. Somebody ended up I, – I forgot where I heard this from, but somebody ended up saying that if you're not bumping up against the enemy, you're walking the wrong way. You know, and now what they mean, obviously, by that is the fact that the enemy, if you are walking the correct way, is going to try to throw different things at you to distract you from your identity, from your walk, from whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing, you know. So, anyway. Like, I'm going to go back to what you said, Mara, earlier. I'm going to touch up on that because um, growing up, I didn't know. What I wanted, and like I didn't have, you know, like you said, most people mm -hmm. be like, I'm going to be a cop. I'm going to be a fireman. I'm going to be whatever. I didn't have that because I had a kid at such an early age that um, my focus became, um, my focus became trying to figure out how to be a dad yeah, at such an early age, how to provide. Right. Yeah. So here we go again. I'm, I'm given uh, an identity that had I, had, had I would have had my true identity then, mm -hmm. I would have had a better foundation on where to go with that direction, yeah. you know, um, in my life. So I didn't, but I didn't have no direction. I have, I, I just kept going through these, these different identities that was given to me at separate times of my life. And every single identity I picked, I was still at one point confused on what to do, where to go. Um, so... Yeah, I didn't have that, you know, when you said that, I was thinking, I'm like, man, what did I want to be, mm -hmm. you know, growing up? Because, I mean, at one point, I wanted to be a, uh, a detective, huh. you know? What? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, did. I want to be a detective, bro. Do you know police officers? Ron, please be quiet. <laughs> so, moving forward. I asked a question, bro. They what? They, do you know police officers? Yes. When you were growing up? Yeah, not... not not in a good way. Is that a leading question? <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like it, but um, no, I I totally uh, yeah I totally get it. There's so many there's so many outside influences trying to pull you in some sort of direction for identity. Yeah, you know, yeah. even me and even me. You know, my mom wanted one thing for me. My dad wanted something else for me. The world was telling me something else. You know, um, that's why it's so important that we 
we find out where our true identity is, you mm-hmm. know, is in the Lord because we can be pulled a million different directions. Yeah, yeah. You know, even as grown adults. Yeah. Even as grown adults, like forget, forget the kids or the young adults that we're talking about. I know many, many, many different adults who do have identity crisis, you know, that they're going through um, and or trying to figure themselves out or whatever. And, you know, that's that's part of life. I get it. But just always trying to lead them in the direction to where that true foundation is is so key. You know, I'm going to even mix it up because I, yeah. I do know I have friends slash family members that go that let's flip this. Right. So I have a, a, some family members that were born into the church. They know nothing else. Like, they were literally born into knowing nothing but the true identity. Let me let me go that way, right? Yeah. So, all of a sudden, so many years goes by, they start to question. Even though they're in their true identity, they still question that, their true identity. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, is this something, like, I don't know if it's curiosity. Because I really never sat down with them and said, you know, hey, but I do know that, you know, they just... The curiosity brings them out, and that's the enemy that does that. Obviously, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But that it's still, uh, it's still just to show you it could go either way. Mm-hmm. You know, that curiosity can bring you out of your true identity too. Yeah, the enemy will yank you out of your true identity. So it's not, it's not. I, I just want to be clear because you're in your true identity does not mean the enemy is going to be like, no, that's not your true identity. The enemy is always going to be there saying that's not your true identity. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for the most part, I, I again, I've, I've had. Family members question or friends question, yeah, I was born in a church, but, you know, at one point I fell off and I started drinking. I started doing this. I started doing that. And and that's because of the curiosity part. You yeah. know, in their mind, maybe this is this is boring or whatever they feel like they were going through. And that's because the enemy started stirring something up where they felt like, now this is no longer my true identity. This is what they – because now they're going – I just wanted to bring up a point where it doesn't have to go from identity to true identity. Sometimes it goes – true identity and then you still get lost oh i totally agree you know let's look at it even from you know biblical aspect of it look at adam and eve you know adam and eve um adam and eve uh you know obviously you know ate of the apple and everything but something that was crazy was um the lord at one point said um or sorry adam ended up saying you know hiding because they were naked and the lord said who told you you were naked like who else were you listening to you know so I think that um, the idea of us being influenced by other voices out there is is even in your walk. I mean, Adam and Eve, you know, even in your walk is so key. That's something that's that that has been struggled with since the beginning. Yep. That's why I think that the word talks so much about your knowing your true identity. Mm. You know, even in my walk now, the Lord, I know who I am in the Lord, but the Lord still reveals stuff to me about my identity and who he thinks I am, you yep. know? So I, I think that identity, like like you were saying before, identity is something that you have to always be thinking about who you are mm-hmm. in Christ. Yeah, I agree. You know? so. and, and you'll never know the fullness of it without knowing who God is. Absolutely. Going back again to we're created in his image and his likeness. Yeah. So the more you know about him, you're actually knowing more about yourself. Amen. Yourself. Amen. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. awesome. So uh, final thoughts. Uh, true identity true identity knowing who you are in christ is definitely and and foundationally so important for for people um to grasp a hold of and if you have anybody that you're around 
um, that is struggling with that, talking to them about it, letting, helping them realize who Christ thinks that they are, not who other people think that they are, not who other you know, influencers think that they are or the direction they should go. Let them know who Christ thinks they are. Yeah, I think that's good. I think it's good because it's so easily nowadays to get influenced into getting fooled into mm-hmm. an identity that wasn't. That's not your true identity. Yeah, yeah, and that's what a confusion is. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, guys, this has been real good. It's been real good. Hey, y'all, uh, listen up to us at uh, every uh, podcast. <laughs> I don't know, forum, I guess you could say. Yeah, um, platforms, also, all platforms. platforms. Check us out on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. Please, TikTok. please, please reach out to us. Comment on slingingstonepodcast at gmail.com. Looking forward to those comments there. Uh, other than that, y'all have a good night. Let's go. God bless. Stay blessed. Thank you for listening to the Slinging Stone podcast. If you like what you heard, definitely hit that subscribe button. Also, follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at Slinging Stone. Don't forget, hit the subscribe button. Let's go.